more coffee right now. Do you want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee. That's fine. Okay, thank you. I have course in Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, help me, Rhonda, help, help me, Rhonda. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's fifth son. I am Jeff. Growing up happens in a heartbeat. One day you're in diapers, next day you're gone. But the memories of childhood stay with you for the long haul. All right, let's get rolling with this week, episode 117, season 3, episode 37. Yikes. Okay, two big birthdays coming up. Today we're taping on August 5th. You'll be hearing this on August 6th. August 9th, as you heard at the beginning, is Rona Mitra's birthday, one of my all-time favorite, favorite actresses. And she was Sergeant Kit McGraw on Nip Tuck on one season. I think she was in one or two seasons, season three, Sergeant Kit McGraw. Excellent. And then August 10th is Michael Martin's birthday, my late great friend. We're going to have today, my brother Jerry and I and our wives went to breakfast at a restaurant in Brookfield, Illinois. And after breakfast, we went and we found the park that uh, in Brookfield where we had our all-star game, my final year of Pony League, time where, you know, I sat out is I'm walking on the field, groundskeeper, but the park district guy opened up field and it was it looked like it hadn't changed in since nineteen seventy two. It looked beautiful, well groomed, everything. The guy was there. My brother Jerry and I were talking to him. They're getting this Brookfield thing back, the park district for uh Babe Ruth League and Little League. And uh it just it looked like it hadn't changed. It looked like a Twilight Zone episode. The one with Gig Young where he goes back to uh, his hometown and he's back to when he was a child. So this was so good. And again, it's 1972. I didn't realize it until I was standing in the dugout that it hit me that that part, our last game, we lost, of course. I got to play in the last inning. That was the only inning I played in. I got to bat once in the last inning, and that was it. It didn't hit me until I was on that field today that that was the last time that Michael and I were actually on the same field together for a baseball game, for a organized baseball game, let's call it. Now we played football in the park and everything like that a little later after that. But organized baseball, that was the last game that we were on the field together. And when we would play each other in Pony League, you know, we'd be laughing and everything. And I know I told the story about when he hit that line drive at the old man's car. You know, we had a lot of good times on the baseball field. Standing on there looking around. And then I looked in the dugout. During that last game, I'm not sure what happened, but Michael was screaming at the other team. I don't know if it was the pitcher, if the pitcher had hit him, but he was real angry and it looked like he was going to rush out of the dugout. And then our goofy manager, Joe, let's call him Joe M, literally tackled Michael. He's got him like fighting with him. And Michael was a big, big kid. And Joe was a big guy too. And they're wrestling in the dugout, which was really weird. And nobody is trying to break this up because we were all waiting for Michael to beat the crap out of Joe because Joe was an ass. And 
Like I had said before, we were sitting in the uh, Oasis at O'Hare on uh, 294, and that's when Michael and uh, Tommy Bosky asked Joe M. why he wasn't playing me. And he couldn't give a legitimate answer, but I always thought it was because the old man in uh, my uh, orange gym shoes, my orange Converse, or uh, what are they called now, producer? Chuck Chuck Todd's? Or what Chuck Taylor's. Called? Chuck Taylor's. When back then we called them Converse. Okay, my orange Converse with the stars. So uh, he finally got Mike under control. But yeah, it was uh, later we played in the firm with Terman. I think I had mentioned this before when we were walking up the street. And uh, I think it was Mr. Ruchala pulled up and he asked us why we weren't showing up for practice. We're like, for what? He goes, well, you got the firm with tournament. And I think Michael wanted to make sure that I was included. I mean, Mr. Ruchala was a great guy. Okay, he played me in the one all-star game that I played the previous year. He had me batting ninth, playing right field, and I hit the shit out of the ball. Didn't let me pitch. We got to Fernwood, and, uh, which is on the far south side of Chicago, I think near Palmer Park. So we got in it, but I didn't play. He had me pinch run. I was the winning run of the tournament, actually. He had me pinch run, but I got picked off first, and the umpire blew the call. I, I was out, but the umpire said I was safe, and I ended up scoring. That was the only chance I got in the game. Michael and I were never on the same field together. At Brookfield today, it, it was so cool watching it, uh, uh, looking at that park. But the first park we went to wasn't the one. And I kept telling uh, my brother that I knew that there was closed dugouts in a street across because uh, his best friend, John, had hit a home run. The thing was about 400 feet and it went into a street left field. Yeah, he crushed it. The guy's a great, great ball player. He's the catcher. And uh, when we were leaving the first part, my brother Jerry thought we were done. But I pulled over and I told Pam, I said, we're going to try one more part. That's it. And it was this L-R-E-L-E-H-L-E-R-T. That's Ellert Park. I think that's how to pronounce it. But it's in Brookfield, Illinois. And uh, pulled up and my brother was behind me. And I, I got there ahead of time. And I took a picture where it said Babe Ruth League. And that's like the Pony League, what they used to call it. So because the field hadn't changed, even the dugout. Okay, I told the guy at the park, I said, look at that white spot on the end of the bench. That's where I sat my ass down for the whole tournament. And he goes, oh, I think I think there's two indentations where your butt cheeks were at. I, we're laughing. I said, yeah. I said, I sat there till the last inning. I said, I almost didn't get up because my ass was stuck to the bench when he called my name. It was like in uh, the natural when he's like, Hobbs, get in there. And Robert Redford doesn't know what the hell to do. Called my name. I still think it was Mr. Ruchalade forced him to get me into the game for one inning, one at bat. It was cold. You know, you don't really think about stuff like that, how it just comes to an end. It just, you know, and to me, I know I said this before, after organized baseball, I felt my childhood was over with because organized baseball for me was like being a child, which you were up until 15. And actually I was 14 and I became 15 on July 28th which made me lose my last year of eligibility for when I was 15. They counted me as a 15-year-old the whole year when I was actually 14. That's the way it is. That was the rules, and you got to live by it. And Michael was born August 10th, which was 10 days after the eligibility requirement, which was good. But I think he moved right after that. I think so. Oklahoma. So, yeah, happy birthday to Rona Mitra. Wow. Again, Rona is Rhonda. No, with the H, but without the D, right, producer? Okay, drop that D. So, Rona Mitra and uh, my childhood friend, Michael Martin, may rest in peace. So, and then join us next week. And I'm working on a guest, so we'll see. But I always say that, but 
we'll see if we have one. Hopefully you enjoyed last week's episode with Tristan, who very interesting conversation with listening to him. I've listened to it a couple of times this week myself. Just a great conversation. Not boring at all. Okay, all kidding aside, I keep forgetting to mention him, but he's right. I should mention him. And at Cornerstone to Rock that we went to a couple of weeks ago, that's all they kept mentioning was Dick Biondi because he helped all these groups in Chicago establish themselves. And he was the first guy, they say, played a Beatles record in America because George Harrison would come in and go downstate where his sister Louise lived. And he would play, I think, if I read it right, was at the local VFW hall. And then he brought the 45s with him. And I think that's where Dick Biondi got it. Dick Biondi was a was a, a great DJ. Okay, not my total favorite, but he was very good. I did talk to him a few times on the um, when I would try radio contests. Talked to him a few times. Tried to trick him into counting me as the winner, but he never fell for my uh, trickery. My God, who else passed away? Paul Rubens. Paul AKA Rubens, aka Pee Wee Herman. Now Pee Wee Herman, that Pee Wee's Big Adventure, a great movie. I'll just quote. My favorite line, what's it like in the big house, Mick? And then the guy says to him, well, Pee-wee, you know, you watch cable, you lift weights, you eat. And then he said to him, you know why Mick was in jail, producer? Didn't he like beat up his wife's boyfriend no. or something? He tore the tag off a mattress. Yeah. So he tore the tag, <laughs> the tag that and when he's in the truck with Large Marge, the truck driver. That was good. Oh, Lars That was Marsh. good stuff. And Pee Wee, uh, listen, let me just say that all the articles do not mention the movie Blow with Johnny Depp, okay? And Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, had a very serious partner. He was the uh, go-between for getting contacts for selling the, the Coke for uh, Johnny Depp. It was a very good part. No articles mention that. You know what I didn't know? And it came out was he was roommates with David Hasselhoff, with the Hoff. When okay, they that's were awesome. Up. Yeah. He was very well liked. He got caught in that porno shop. Let me just stress, okay? He was in a porno movie theater. He right. wasn't. Right. And he was, apparently he was by himself, okay? He wasn't with children. He wasn't with, there was never a bad rap other than him getting caught in a porno movie theater, I think it was. But And if you read all the tributes to him, you know, he was a great guy. I mean, to me, a good actor, and it was all for the kids. So, you know, it was good. I liked him. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. One of my, probably my top 50 favorite movies of all time. Just a great job. Large Marge. What's it like? The Big House Mick. So that's good stuff. Thanks for stopping. <laughs> Some night, huh? On this very night. Ten years ago. Have a nice day. <laughs> Be sure and tell them Large Marge sent you. <laughs> Large Marge sent me. Hey, did you say Large Marge? She just dropped me off. That's impossible. Large Marge? She's... It was ten years ago. On a night just like tonight. Why, tonight's the anniversary. Worst accident I ever seen. But that means the large Marge I was riding with was... Her ghost! (laughs) 
mean, I liked it. We, we liked watching it. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Okay, that's it. Rest in peace, Dick Biondi, the DJ that helped, the Crying Shames, Buckingham's, Shadows of Night, okay, Ides of March. And as the legend goes, he played the first Beatles record. Okay, and he sounds like Muffin was a big fan of his, so I'll go with that, okay? Rest in peace, Pee Wee Herman and uh, Dick Biondi. Yeah, all right. That's it. I'm going to count down, producer. Counting out, three, two, one, over and out. Checkmate King 2, the White Rook, over. Instagram, which is at Mary B's fifth son, M-A-R-Y-B-S, number five, T-H-S-O-N. Okay, any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email, which is marybs5son at gmail.com. So that would be M-A-R-Y-B-S, the number five, S-O-N, at gmail.com. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day. Thanks again for joining us with Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne Two Elements. Thank you. Uh, Production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. Ah!